welcome to Send Us Your Nudes, a podcast where we talk about our lives, pop culture, really anything that we want to talk about, and also rate mac and cheese on whether we want to eat it again. I am Kelsey, and this is... Awkward. Zach. Zach. Your name is... Hello, Awkward. I'm Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Zach. It's been a while. It has been a couple weeks, yeah. A lot has happened in the last two weeks. Uh, We decided to take a break for the holidays because both of our lives have been crazy. Um, I've been working a lot and also I got really super sick and that was an adventure that we'll talk about later. Um, So we decided to take some time off and try to get our lives together before we put out episode six. Um, so how was your holiday, Zach? Because I haven't talked to you very much in the last, like, week and a half or so. It was a holiday pretty much like any other. Went swimmingly. Okay. Visited family. Uh, didn't have to travel, thank goodness. Not lucky. Yeah, yeah. I don't envy you at all. Yeah, Uh, at least you didn't have to drive, like, six and a half hours there. And then your trip winds up being 13 hours back. God, how did you even accomplish that? Um, well, let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about how your holiday was first, and then we'll talk about my 13-hour trip. Yeah. No, which you were a part of, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I came in, I was a part you, of the last leg of the trip. You were a part of the last three hours of the trip. <laughs> so, my holiday went, like I said, pretty typically, and... You know, had a little thing at my dad's house. Uh, We got together Christmas Eve, went back in the morning, exchanged gifts, got some nice stuff. It was all very nice. Uh, It was mostly an affair for my niece, her getting a bunch of crazy toys. How old is she again? Three and a half. Okay, so she's like at the age where everything everything is awesome, except for clothes. Yeah, everything is awesome. But, you know, what's funny is she's really polite about clothes. Oh, yeah? She's been programmed to be polite about clothes. Yeah. So whenever she gets something that's clothing, she goes, oh, nice. Yeah, she's, she's and then already, puts it down? She, yep. She's already ahead she, of the ballgame. She's like that little kid that unwraps the avocado. It's like, an avocado. Thanks. <laughs> God forbid anyone gift anybody an avocado. But... Well, I think the parents wrapped it up as a joke. To see how the kid rea- would is react. A, is this a video? It's a meme, yeah. I'll show uh, it to you later. But basically, it's a little kid, and they put an avocado in a box, and he unwraps it, and basically, he <laughs> he opens it and takes it out, and he goes, an avocado! Thanks! <laughs> and then, like, puts it behind him. That's, that's exactly how it goes. Okay. So, and then she's on to... Opening anybody else's gift, actually. Any other thing that doesn't look like clothes. Yeah. But did that and then went over to my sister's house afterwards to have Christmas with my grandparents. And my grandmother has a penchant for digging up old toys. She is forever lost in nostalgia. Yeah. When I met her for the first time, it seemed that way. Because she was showing me everything. Like, showing me all the cool stuff in your aunt's house. So if there are three and a half year old children where everything is awesome, she is a 80 year old uh, grandmother where everything is awesome. 
And yeah, anything uh, that that has any kind of nostalgic uh, purpose is very important to her. So and it, and it's charming. It's nice. Uh, it brings back a lot of good memories. But they're really still very strange. What she did for me this year was brought out a small toy car that I used to play with a lot when I was a small child, and probably okay, I I don't remember the last time I've seen it, but it's it's been a while and. The embarrassing part that remind it, what reminded me that it was embarrassing was she goes, here you go, here's your Tinky car. <laughs> oh, you mean like a Tinker toy? Yes, a Tinker toy, but oh, she okay. calls it a Tinky car. And even at 10 years old, when I'm playing with this thing, it's embarrassing to, to hear it referred to as a Tinky car. <laughs> yeah, so it didn't really strike me any better when I was 33. And she's going, here's your Tinky car. But I did find myself playing with it later. And you're like... Because <laughs> you, I'm like, you oh, just I, couldn't wonder, resist. I wonder if this thing still works. Because, you know, you you pull it back and it winds yeah. up and it takes off. And did it still work? It, it still works. <laughs> of course it did. I mean, this thing was made out of, like, die cast yeah. steel. Like, it's it's crazy. That, yeah. That this much... I mean, today, if that small car was made, it'd be like a dollar. But back then, God knows, it was 50 cents. So we had that go on. Uh, it was, it was good times. Cool. It was a lot of fun. Nice cherished memories. We're going to start a routine where we go to my sister's every year. I'm looking forward to that. Less driving for me. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, I wish um, my parents would, well, my mom and her boyfriend would start a tradition of, like, coming to North Carolina. Yeah, that would be um, really good. That would be really it? great. And, like, have my grandma on, like, Skype or something. <laughs> Because I know that she can't leave her house. Um, Instead of Merry Christmas, you can say Merry Convenience. Merry Convenience to Kelsey. Um, yeah, because, you know, I I remember telling you before I went on the trip, I'm like, I'm dreading this trip. It's going to be six and a half hours. Like, when I used to live in Greensboro, it, it was like five. And now it's, it's just like, it's just too much. Five was doable to me, but now... Like over six and a half hours is just is not doable. So anymore. you've got a so you've got a little threshold where it's acceptable. Five is acceptable. Anything beyond five is not acceptable anymore. I me. feel very similar. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of long trips, long car rides. I don't, but I'm alone in the car. Like I don't have anyone to talk to. All I can do is listen to podcasts or listen to music. And after a while of that, like it gets kind of old. Yeah. Um. Until you have a fun experience at a rest stop. Well, th- this was on the way back. So on the way there, it was very uneventful. I had left work later in the day and drove straight from work there and got there at like 11.50 p.m. Um, and went straight to bed as soon as I got there. But when I left on Thursday, um, I had gotten a Starbucks gift card for my for Christmas. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to stop at this Starbucks in... Barbersville, which is like right outside of Huntington and Huntington, West Virginia. And I stopped at the Starbucks and I was like, I'm going to get my favorite drink and this breakfast sandwich that's on the menu that I've never had before. And I ate it and I was like, okay, cool. Um, I was fine for like two hours. And then David called me. Well, now actually he was like, you can call me on the trip if you get bored. And so I called David. Um, David is one of my friends, by the way. I just talked about him casually like 
everyone knows who he is. Um, we all know David. We, yeah, we all know a David. Um, so I was talking to him on the phone, and then all of a sudden I felt like really sick, and I didn't know what was causing it. Like it just, it just started happening, and I pulled over at a gas station, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna get sick." Mm. And I was like, I can't do this. I'm not even, I'm only halfway through my trip, like at this point. It was, it was it's a, a bad, disaster. It's a bad omen. When it was a bad omen halfway, halfway through, the trip. through the trip. Like three, I was about three and a half hours in. So I got off the phone with David and I was like, I'm going to have to call you back and just, you know, see if I'm going to be sick or not. Um, so I get back on the road. After, like, sitting in a parking lot for, well, in the parking lot of a gas station for, like, 30 minutes. Um, and I get to a rest stop. It was about an hour later, maybe 45 minutes later. Where was where was the rest stop? It was the rest stop in Surrey County. So, like, the North Carolina-Virginia line. Okay. So, I had just passed the sign that says, Welcome to North Carolina. Mm. So, I go into the rest stop and I'm like, I feel really sick. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to go in this rest stop. I just came down the mountain. Like, this is, I'm going to have to do this. So I go in and I think I'm going to get sick and I decide I'm going to go into the woods beside the rest stop building. Why are you going in the woods? Well, I didn't go into the woods. Like, just the, there was like some grass and like, that wasn't out in the bathroom. Listen, let me tell the story, okay? Okay. okay. Also, this was a really busy gas station. There were probably like 50 or more cars there and just like too many people walking around. It was not a rest stop. It was like a busy... It was a busy stop. I see what you mean. Um, I see what you did there. Yes, I'm glad. I don't know if you still understand why I didn't go to the bathroom, but... No, I don't. (laughs) Considering there was probably... There's a huge line for the bathroom. I didn't want to, like, interrupt. Oh, now the, well, okay, now there's a line. Now I understand. You're going to wait and, like, go into the stall after a girl's vomited in the stall? I mean, it won't be your problem. But also, that's, like, really crappy. What, what are you like, saying? That's rude? It's really rude. It's I didn't want to do that. the is for. I didn't want to go in there and Evacuating your fluids well, into have, a thing. Well, they'd have to close the bathroom it. down. Why? Because of health and, like, safety hazards. Who says? The laws of North Carolina and other states? Ah, rubbish. They have to close it down so they can clean it and sanitize it before other people... Rubbish. They have to. It's totally cool if you go in there and have Ebola and they don't do anything about it. And I just puke everywhere. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I'm... To be courteous to other people, I go, like, beside... The building, like, kind of off of the beaten path so, like, nobody can see me or hear me or, like, nobody would step in it if I did puke or, like, that kind of thing. So, I go off to the side and I start getting sick and in the middle of getting sick, a lady in a uniform, not a police officer, she looks kind of like she's in a park ranger uniform, but it doesn't, it's not a park ranger uniform. Like, it okay. just kind of looks like one. She comes up to me and is like, you need to vacate the premises. <laughs> and I'm like, what? In the middle of puking, by the way. And I was like, ma'am, I just, I didn't want to go inside the building and get sick in there. I was trying to just 
you know, keep it away from everyone else. Okay. And she was like, if you knew you were going to be sick, you should have stayed home. What? (laughs) I was like... Okay, yeah, great. If I was hypothetically... If I knew I was going to be sick, hypothetically, I wouldn't go anywhere. Exactly. Because God knows when I'm going to get sick, apparently. (laughs) I didn't know I was going to get sick, lady. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I was very... But also, I was in the middle of puking, so I was just really confused. I would have really been inspired to just look at her and start projectile barfing at her. Well, I couldn't do that. Um, Yeah, whatever. So, I tried to finish my business as much (laughs) as I could. Um, as gross as that sounds, and I left, um, I got in my car, I just sit there for a minute and was like, what just happened? I'm, I'm, I'm still hung up on this. So, so you're, you're, you're standing there doing what you gotta do, and this woman is what, staring at you while you're doing it? Well, I didn't hear her, like, approach me, I guess she came up behind me. but afterwards, like, as, as she's told you, you need to vacate the premises, she She kind of turned around. She was kind of like, she didn't want to watch me. But she's just standing idly by while you're... Yeah. She's uh, probably like five feet away from me. And then what? Did she escort you to your car? No. She just turned around and walked toward the office of the building. I guess it was the office. Like the back part of the the building. Because, God, you know what? I would have loved to have seen someone in your position and that happening to them. And them just staring... The person in the eyes as they're throwing it. <laughs> oh, God. I make eye contact with you as I vomit. Yeah, I wasn't making place. eye contact with her. So, oh, I don't know what she was... I don't know if she was looking at me or not. I was trying to be very private with my puking. Um, Which is why you've just told all of our listeners about everything. Well, I no, I mean like the visual. <laughs> like, yeah. the visuals of it. I was trying to be very private with it. Because I know, I know it makes... You know, if some people watch it... Then they get sick too, and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do this in the or bathroom. Listen to it. Well, they're not hearing the sounds of it or anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's always necessary. Anyway, so that's basically I. <laughs> yeah, I was. You need to vacate. You I need, need to, to vacate stop. the premises. You need to stop what you're doing right now. Um. Yeah. So I got banned from a rest stop? Question mark. Um. Nah. You didn't get banned, but you definitely got kicked out. <laughs> I got kicked out slash banned from a rest stop in Surrey County, North Carolina, which is a bucket list item for me to get banned from a rest stop, apparently. Well, now what are you going to do with the rest of your life? I have no idea. Anyway, so I continued on my journey until I got to Greensboro, did some errands, and then I had to go to Zach's house. But we're not going to talk about that. Um, that was not a fun time. None of this sounds like a fun time. What is it about coming to my house that was even less fun? You want me to you want me to talk about it? I mean, no, you don't necessarily have to. But you <laughs> make it sound like that's the worst experience out of the whole trip. <laughs> just coming to like, your house. It's like, yeah, I got kicked out of a rest stop, but let me tell you the the really shitty thing that happened. Going to Zach's Had house. Had to go to Zach's house. No, I got sick again. Yeah. Um just to be as as inoffensive as possible inoffensive as possible yes um i got sick again in my car while i was driving oh god (laughs) and zach was at work and i called him and i was like it's an emergency i have to go to your house now very confused um 
And I explained to him, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I know I'm the worst person alive, but I have to go to your house. So I go to his house. Um, at this point, I'm already like three hours behind my schedule uh, of time when I was supposed to be back in Durham. And I drive to Zach's house, and I have to like deal with all of that um, while he's at work. And then I wind up coming back here at like nine o'clock. Well, thankfully... It was a short-term thing, so I guess it was just food poisoning from Yeah, it the has Starbucks to have been. S- breakfast sandwich. That's the culprit, the breakfast sandwich from Starbucks. Don't eat breakfast sandwiches from Starbucks, ever. I've taken the chance before, actually. I have, too, and I've never had a bad experience until now, and I'm never going to eat one ever again. The That was the sickest I've been in a really long time. I found myself having breakfast with a friend at Starbucks. And it was a Starbucks that was attached to a grocery store. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. But still, nice nice grocery store. We actually call it the Taj Matit. It's the Harris oh, yeah. Teeter on West Market Street. Not West Market Street. It's the one at Friendly Center. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so they had that Starbucks in there and I met Candy for breakfast one morning. And they had this chorizo egg and cheese breakfast sandwich yeah in their little glass display yeah those are all plastic uh i guess anyways i mean they certainly look plastic when i asked the guy for one he looked at me as if i was speaking another language he's like no one orders the the last person to order one of these was never seen again (laughs) (laughs) and uh and so the the person next to him after he had a blank stare on his face for a while and just kind of was like looking around, leans over to him and says, yeah, we sell that. It's right It's right over there. It's in the case. He had no idea that they <laughs> sold that. He's probably new. I survived. It was good. Yeah. You know, and he felt really, he felt really dumb. So he ended up gifting us some vanilla scones, which were actually really good. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, I, I survived that experience. I guess I should count myself lucky. Yeah. yeah. But for some reason, I feel like they might have pulled that sandwich out of that display. No. They gave you the plastic they sandwich. They gave you the plastic sandwich. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that they're plastic. Um, one of my best friends from high school, Tyler Perry. Shout out to Tyler Perry. Um, hey, Tyler Perry. No, yes, the, <laughs> the Tyler Perry. I'm friends with him. Um, no, he actually gets a lot of women messaging him on Facebook, wishing him happy birthday and Merry Christmas, thinking that he's the real Tyler Perry. And he's really white. Um, like, so they don't look at his profile. I guess not. At all? I, I guess not. I don't know, but we always thought it was really funny. That's kind of crazy. Um, no, he's he worked there for quite a while, and I'm pretty sure that he told me that they're plastic, like the display, all the stuff in the display minus the cake pops and like a couple of other things, are plastic. It makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. It because like is is. It's few and far in between that they sell those things. So I can't imagine that they would be making them every day just to put in that display case. Yeah, I think it just depends on how busy the store is. Because the one that I applied to um, here in Durham to get just like a part-time job to get some just extra income. It is the busiest store in the Triangle, apparently. (laughs) And the guy was like, we're always hiring. There's like... 12 people behind the counter at all times. I'm like, oh God. So I could see why, you know, I, I could see them moving a lot of a lot of sandwiches. So the lesson is only get them yeah. that busy. 
The lesson is never buy a breakfast sandwich from Starbucks unless you want to be like on the floor dying in your friend's house while he's not there and his cat is looking at you from under the door. If Turbo would have had to witness your your death, that would have been traumatic. Well, he probably would have. Well, actually, he probably would have just like eaten your nose or something. Why would he serve my nose? I don't know. They like soft meat. Nose and ears. Nose is not that soft. Well, it's softish. This is just <laughs> so like this is what I've heard. Cats, oh God. you can't leave a cat alone with a dead body, or else it'll start to eat the soft tissues. It's just the way it is. <laughs> Where have you heard this from? Well, I've heard. I just I've heard a really nasty story about in the past where uh, a cat owner died, and uh-huh. the cat went without food, of course, because the owner died. Yeah, and so eventually. To survive, the cat got hungry enough that it started to eat the soft tissues of the owner. Oh, no. Yeah. So when they found the body, it had no ears or nose or lips. Might have even gotten the eyes. Who knows? That's really disgusting. But yeah. also, I feel bad for the cat. I feel bad for the cat. I feel bad for the human. I feel really bad for everyone involved. Yeah, it's a terrible situation. Yeah, that that's a really awkward... Thanks for... So for, all, my for, dreams. for all you people out there that are just such big fans of cats, there's another reason why you should be. You have a cat, so this well, could happen. A there's a comment. reason. There's a reason you leave your door closed when you go to sleep. Yeah, because when I die, I don't want my cat to eat my nose. He burrows under the That's door. The only reason. I mean, Turbo is an escape artist. He could find some way to get in there. No, no. You don't think he could find some way to get past the door if he was hungry enough? No, he couldn't. <laughs> uh, I mean, what is he gonna do? Burrow through the drywall? Like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't put a bass in. I don't. I don't see that happening. He's he's an escape artist. He's pretty good at what he does. He is pretty decent. No, he um he tried to heal me the entire time I was there. He no, kept, he laid on your chest. He laid on my chest like a million times, and I'm like, dude, I really appreciate this, but get the fuck off of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I feel like crap. Like, just leave me alone. If only cats did have healing powers. Oh my god. Or animals. Any animal. I would never get sick ever again living here. That's true. Unless these cats were assholes and didn't want to heal you. They were just like, eh, I don't feel like healing you today. Turbo would not... I think I feel like he would be like that. He'd be like, you know what? Nope. I'm not healing you today. No. No, Turbo Turbo is a lover. And a healer. And he, he would do everything in his power to... Mm-hmm. To make sure you Turbo okay. is a player. He's a soft boy. How's that? Because he'll like sit and like love all over you and then you like you pet him and then all of a sudden he's like biting you and bringing blood and then he starts licking you like oh baby I'm so sorry. I didn't and then know that he, was a soft boy. And then he starts biting you again. Yeah that's what all soft boys do. All the men that I've dated in the past that are soft boys they just like bite me and bring blood and then, and then lick you and then lick the wounds yeah and say and talk about how sorry they are that they talk hurt about you how... they never meant to hurt you yeah because they care so much about you that's exactly what how turbo is <laughs> your son is a soft boy so i had a conversation with somebody recently that got me to thinking about something that i had never really put any thought into before uh-huh and it revolved around us trying to create our own anime. Okay. Yeah. And so in trying to keep with the tropes of anime, you know, we would think that it had to be... All anime in general. Yeah. That that it would, you know, take place in Japan and have Japanese characters, of course. So 
we started thinking about character development and what the names of the characters would be. Oh no. And being very American, uh-huh. I don't I don't know like a lot of Japanese names. I mean, there's there's the typical stuff that you might hear, but but for the most part if I'm watching an anime or, or any Japanese movie, yeah, it, it the character's name could be a real name. It could be a nickname. It could be totally made up just so that they don't confuse or relate a character with a real person. Uh-huh. So I started thinking about what an actual name would be and not be saying like a weird word or, or whatever and not knowing how to do that. So I started turning to something like a... Like a Japanese name... Generator? Generator. Okay. Yeah. Well, I started thinking about it a little bit more and started thinking about, okay, well, what if the what if we looked at the other side of the coin? What if we were looking at a situation where a Japanese developer, like of an anime or video game or whatever, was trying to come up with American names and yeah. what they would come up with? Well, I did a little digging, and there's a great example that surfaced where there's a there's a game that came out for Super Famicom back in the late 80s early 90s called Fighting Baseball. <laughs> was it in the United States or was it in Japan? I I being that it's Super Famicom that was that was a Japanese market oh, okay, console. Okay. Yeah. So in this Fighting Baseball video game fighting baseball. Yeah. They came up with names for what I guess are players. Well, these are probably some of the most ridiculous combinations of letters and and syllables to make what sound like names but can't possibly be names. If you were an American to hear these names, you would know this isn't right. Or, or English or, or really of any yeah. you know, English speaking nation. And the list is pretty ridiculous. I kind of pulled it up right here so Kelsey could look at it with me. Okay, I'm looking at it now. And oh my can god, you, can you believe this? Um, so we've got a lot. Of... <laughs> Todd Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> what? Or Willie Dustus. Yeah. Um... What Bobson Dugmut Dugnut? <laughs> that was yes. the best one. That is, that's probably my favorite is Bobson. Oh, I like Ray McSnurf or Mc, McSurf. Or Shown Furcott. Like, Where's that one? Oh, what? Furcote. Furcote. Yeah, well, apparently somebody got really confused because they, they were throwing a lot of mix in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so <laughs> we've got Sleeve McDykel. Oh my God. Which is pretty great. Sweeney. We have Onsen Sweeney. Yeah. Uh, we got one that came really close. Willie Dustus. You know. And... Willie Justice would have been a terrible American name anyway, though. Yeah. But this one actually kind of makes sense. Carl Dandleton. I don't know about that. Well, it's better than Raul Changerlane. Or Kevin Nagilney. I still like Bobson Dugnut. Bobson Dugnut. Bobson Sle- Dugnut is the best one. And Sleeve McDykel. Definitely, <laughs> definitely sound like Tim and Eric characters. Yeah, to me. yeah. So I, I, that's something that I kind of that I've been laughing about pretty much all week. 
Whenever, you... whenever I've been doing people watching, and you're like, I wonder if their name is I now Scott I... Dorkew. Dorkew. Yeah, or Jerome Gride. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Jerome Gride. Oh yeah, Tim Sandale. That one, that was not bad. Sandale, more like it. Mike Sernandez. Like, why did they, they just picked a letter and just changed it out for they changed, a like, random letter? They just combined two last names. Well, like they took the front of one last name and put it with the end of another. Yeah, but they went crazy with the mix. We got Mick, we got Mick Swift, Mick Alwain, Mick Dykel. Like just these are great. These are these are crazy. Bobson Dugnut is gonna be. I'm playing Pokemon Shield right now. That's gonna be my next Pokemon's name. I'm gonna nickname it Bobson Dugnut. Oh, you should, or you could just name a trainer. No, I've already named my trainer after myself. Uh, so I, I'll have to name the Pokemon Bobson Dugnut. Well, you gotta wait. Oh, until... I can name my Diglett Bat. <laughs> Bobson Dugnut. Heck yeah. Gonna always have a duck, a, a Diglett on the roster, just so you, just because. just so I can call it Bobson Dugnut. Something <laughs> something like ground type or like rock type. Bobson Dugnut. Yeah, thanks for sharing with that. Because yeah. I'm gonna use these names all the time, all the time now for yeah. just random stuff. Yeah, like Anatoly Smorphin. I could I could name things in a lot of games um, with this list. So thank you. Dwicked Roar to Gaul. Dwit Dwight. This is supposed to be Dwight. It's supposed to Dwight. be Dwight. But it's Dwicked. Dwight. But it looks like Portugal, but like with an R. Portugal. You know. Yeah, because Portugal is a last, you know, last name that most Americans have, right? Absolutely. Just like Schmerick. Schmerick. Tony Schmerick. Oh my god. American hero. So, shall we talk about this week's mac and cheese? Let's. Okay, so this week we did mac and cheese pancakes. Yeah, they they were weird. And you heard that right. Mac macaroni and cheese, and cheese pancakes. Pancakes. Yeah. Um, we wanted to do something a little different. We actually had ramen earlier and we're like, all right, we're going to make mac and cheese. Um, let's go ahead and do the pancakes this week so we can have like a little, little snack later after we had ramen. Um... And they were, they turned out okay. Like I didn't know if it was going to be possible to get them to look as good as what they looked like in, in the, the recipe in the picture. Yeah. Of course, that's always the thing. Mm -hmm. But I was inspired by it, so I was happy to try it. I mean, really, like I've been looking forward to this recipe for a long time. We came across this one a few weeks ago, and I've been I've been looking forward to it ever since. I knew as soon as I saw it, we had to try it. But my eventually, <laughs> yeah, eventually. But the closer it got to us actually trying it, my excitement turned into a little bit of an anxiety fear. just because I had no idea how it was actually <laughs> going to go down. Fear. The idea of macaroni and cheese pancakes is much better than they actually turned out to be. And so let's get to our ratings. Yeah. So our first category, as y'all know, is noodle. Um, this recipe did not call for a specific noodle. It literally said you need like two cups of prepared mac and cheese. It didn't even like give a recipe of here's how you make the mac and cheese. So we had to just, you know, make a mac and cheese, two cups worth to put into the batter. 
Um, and we wound up going with a boxed mac and cheese because since it didn't give ingredients, we thought, well, we'll just go ahead and use a box. Um, and we wound up using a deluxe um, box, like a Velveeta box. Yeah, I mean, it it wasn't exactly Velveeta. It was like it was the it Walmart was kind of like brand. an imitation of Kraft yeah. Deluxe mac and cheese, which is similar, very similar to Velveeta. Yeah, pretty so much. we gave... I mean, it had the cheese pouch and all that. Yeah, it had the like liquid cheese and everything in it, and we gave it a three out of five on noodle because, like we said, it didn't tell us what noodle, and we just went with what we could, like the most basic. For the second category, for cheese, we gave it a 2 out of 5 because, like we said, it didn't... It called for shredded cheddar, but it it wasn't in the mac and cheese itself, the shredded cheddar. Yeah. Um. So the cheese that we used was the pouch of, like, liquid cheese that comes in the mac and cheese. And so we gave it a 2 out of 5 for that reason. Yeah. Um. I. It would have been... Probably a little bit better if we had a different cheese in it. It is what it is. The the recipe was kind of vague mm. on all that. The presentation that we gave it was a three out of five. I think it looked pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was unique. It's patties of macaroni and cheese. Yeah. That look like pancakes. And so in the recipe, it also called for a maple syrup and hot sauce mixture like a a, a a special sauce to go on the pancake itself yeah like a, a maple hot sauce syrup and it was actually like much better with it but yeah i didn't try it without it zach did um i i, I wanted to try it in the form like with the sauce and not like you know without it to to cloud my judgment or anything. So I, I waited to try it with the sauce on it. And it was... It was okay. <laughs> yeah, but... So the, the presentation, again, we'll give it a 3 out of 5. Just because it looked kind of cool. It looked different. Um, but it's also kind of simple. Because it's just a couple pa- a few patties of you know, macaroni and cheese pancake. Yeah. Laying there. So nothing too mouth-watering or, or awesome. Um, so, again, 3 out of 5. The technique... Uh, we also gave a three out of five because it was fairly simple to make, presuming that you already had some leftover yeah. macaroni and cheese. Or if you could just use. buy a box of mac and cheese. Or buying a box of mac and cheese, it's also very similar to, uh, or very simple to make. So that was pretty easy to give a three out of five on. But without it, without it being much more than what it is, couldn't really give it any more than that. And so that brings us to our final rating of taste. And we gave it a 3 out of 5 with taste. Um, Zach liked it a lot better than I did. There are mixed reviews in the house tonight. Yeah, um, so we're recording in Durham. um, And we had uh, my friends Sarah and Abe try it as well. Abe did not like it at all. Sarah really liked it. Zach liked it. I hated it at first. And then after chewing for a few minutes, I liked it. So... Yeah, it's I don't really know what to tell y'all. Um, it takes a it <laughs> takes a unique taste. Um so for instance, 
depending on how you like the consistency of your pancake. Yeah, I guess that's probably the best way to you, describe it. You, you, that will heavily sway you on how you feel about this because when we used cheese sauce, I think that affected the batter. Yeah. And made the batter a little more runny than it normally would have been. Yeah. So it was actually kind of tough when I was putting it in the pan to fry it up uh, to keep it all together. So being that I was actually able to get one of the patties to come out well, we prepped that up nicely, took a picture of it, because that was not the ugliest one. Yeah. <laughs> the prettiest pancake. <laughs> and and presented that to Sarah for her enjoyment. And she liked it, but she said that she also liked her pancakes a bit mushier. She would, like, undercook her pancakes on purpose. And then Abe, who tried it, said that he liked a drier pancake and didn't care for it because the consistency was too soft. Yeah, I I kind of agree with Abe. I like my pancakes fluffy. I don't I like them like airy and light and I don't like them dense. Dense. Yeah, and this is what this was. It was very dense. Yeah. So, overall, we give it a 14 out, out of, of 25. 25. Yeah. Um it it's much better with the maple syrup hot sauce that they have you make than without oh, it. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I would definitely recommend to not skip that part of the recipe when you're making it. Uh, it, it makes it totally, totally worth eating almost uh, just to have that sauce. Really, uh, that sauce itself, pretty good. I might steal that sauce to put with some other random recipe. Like, we were talking about how this recipe might go well with, like, some fried chicken. So you can kind of get that chicken and waffles or chicken and pancake thing going on. Um, and in that sense, the, the, the hot sauce maple syrup um, would probably go really good on some fried chicken. Yeah, I think, I think it would taste really good if, if it actually had, like, fried chicken with it. I think that it... it it's more like a chicken and waffles kind of thing. Yeah. For sure. And then add an, an element of cheesiness to it. Uh, the cheese flavor itself wasn't actually very strong. And I think that could vary depending on what kind of macaroni and cheese you use. Uh, but for what we used, the cheese flavor was mostly masked by the batter. Yeah. And the, and the maple syrup hot sauce. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah, overall we gave it a 14 out of 25. That means it's ranking kind of in the middle of our leaderboard at this point. Actually, it's, it's, um, it's next to last. Is it? Yeah, it's next to last because our Thanksgiving macaroni and cheese ranked t uh, 10 out of 25. 25 yeah. And then our pizza mac and cheese ranked a 15. I thought it ranked a 13. I believe it's 15. We'll have to double check. We'll have to double check. All right, it. folks. We'll double check. We'll amend these scores. Um, I need to make a graphic for the leaderboard for our Facebook page. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I there need you to go. do that. So it'll look cool. Absolutely. So everyone will know <laughs> what mac and cheese are in what place. But speaking of Facebook page, you can find us on Facebook at Send Us Your News Podcast. If you have a recipe that you would like to torture us with, you can send it to nudespodcast, N-O-O-D-Z podcast at gmail.com. We have a Twitter, and it's just at send us your nudes. 
Um, I've been tweeting memes from there. And we have an Instagram page where I post all the mac and cheese memes. Um, especially ones making fun of other people's mac and cheeses that are really bad. Um, people who commit sins of mac and cheese will be called out. Like your Jello mold oh my, macaroni yeah, and cheese. Yeah, I saw that and like kind of barfed in my mouth. Like, yeah, and, and isn't it hilarious that apparently whoever it was that shared that recipe... Their picture, they looked like some kind of Guy Fieri ripoff. Yeah, I was like, what the heck is going on here? Because he had the flame shirt on, yeah. and the white hair, and the goatee, but you look at him and you're like, wait a minute, you're, that... not, you're not Guy Fieri. <laughs> it's his brother, or it's his evil twin. It's a long lost. Long lost evil twin. Long lost evil twin. Well, that does it for us this week on Send Us Your Nudes. Um, please, please follow us on our social media and send us a recipe if you have one. Absolutely. And have a good New Year's. Have a happy New Year's. Alright, bye.